Welcome to Let's Explore. This is Lane McCall, and I'm here with my friend Don Keithley. Don, how, how's it going? It's going great today. <laughs> excited. Excited to be here. I, I love doing these podcasts. These are, these are awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so today we're going to dive into um, the subject of, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of teaching that's out there. I mean, we have more access to teaching now probably than ever in the history of the world. I mean, even with, with YouTube and everything that's going on on the net, you can look up just about anything you want and get access. And so um, I think it'd be great for us to go down the path of how can we recognize truth when we hear it? How do we know what's true? That's a great question. How, what's your approach to recognizing truth? Uh, well, let me just say, let me start by this. There's a reformation going on in the world today. Yeah. I mean, things are happening faster than you could ever imagine. And if you're listening to this podcast, I have a good idea that you're one of the ones that God has put a finger on and set aside to be part of this reformation, mm. right? I mean, there's just... But my question to you today, if you're listening to this podcast... Are you at a place in your life when you can handle rapid fire change, mm. change to your theology, change to your belief system, uh, change to your religious ideals? Are, are you able to make a, a, a change? Mm. Do you desire to make a change? I'm thinking right now of when Jesus saw Levi, the tax collector, sitting over, to, uh, over at the tax table, and he looked at Levi and he said, Levi, come follow me. Mm. Brother, that's where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. This is where Levi had to be willing to make a change. Mm. I don't know how much he knew about Jesus, if he'd ever seen Jesus before, but Jesus looked at him, so Levi's got a choice. Does he change or does he stay like he's always been? Right. Does he does he does he remain in the security of his tax collector's table or does he go ahead and go with Jesus? But mm. I, I know this. When you see and hear and respond to Jesus, you're never going to be the same. Yeah. Never going to be the same. Levi transitioned. He stopped what he was doing and he went and he followed Jesus. Now we look at there was an entire generation on the flip side of the coin that was lost in the wilderness because they couldn't shift to the promised land. Mm -hmm. The father tried to lead them to the promised land, but they wouldn't they wouldn't change. They wouldn't yep. they wouldn't make the change. So here's here's what I'm driving at. You're listening to this podcast, you're probably seeing a lot of new things. You're probably hearing things, experiencing things that your life experiences have actually prepared you for. Mm. You might not recognize it. You might look back at your religious background and maybe be angry mm. that people taught you wrong. Right. But I'm telling you, God, God is going to put that into the formula of what he's doing in this reformation. He's going to use that for your good. Um, he's, he's probably showing you things that just a short time ago you would have considered false. Mm hmm well, absolutely. <laughs> or wrong mm -hmm. or heresy. Mm -hmm. And you you ran from it. If he would have shown you this a year ago, two years ago, the things you're seeing now and you're starting to question, you're starting to wonder, is this true? Mm. Could this grace stuff, could his love, could his love actually be unconditional with no conditions? <laughs> right? Is his mercy, does his mercy endure forever or does it? run out when I die, mm. all right? Is yeah. death the end of the story? So you're starting to see things, and here's the thing. He's prepared you to shift. Mm. He's prepared you for a transition because you're part of a uh, of a reformation that's going on. Paul uh, Peter called it, in 1 Peter 1.12, he called it present truth. Mm. 
Peter said that he would always put people in mind to present truth. Present truth is what God is emphasizing at that particular time. It's yeah. not new truth to God. Right. There is no truth to God. But he does emphasize certain things at certain times. So here's here's where I think we want to go today. As he transitions you, as he rocks your entrenched belief system, as he opens your eyes, the question has to come, are you hearing truth? Mm, yeah. There's a lot of stuff floating around out there. There's a lot of things being taught. So what I'd like to do, I don't think we'll get through it today, but there are three questions that I'd like to ask you that you need to ask yourself when you hear something that maybe is not quite like you've always heard it, Mm. but it resonates. Mm. You're going, if this were really true, I could go for this. I like what I'm hearing, but... I don't want to get pulled off into something that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not right. That's not accurate. I, you know, all my friends are always telling me you're you're getting awful edgy. You're getting close to the cliff, edge of the cliff. I don't want you to become a heretic. Well, if you haven't been called a heretic, you're probably not walking in all the truth that yeah. God's <laughs> God's dishing out today. You're not walking on the edge. Mm-hmm. All right, let me let me ask you one question here, and this is really the basic question, and maybe this is all the further we get on this one. Is this what the Father through the Spirit is actually saying to me? Mm. Is this what the Father through the Spirit is saying to me? If if lasting change is going to happen in your life, then you need to know in your knower. You know what mm. I you know what I mean by your knower? Yeah, that that, yeah. that guy inside. Yes, that thing that resonates on the inside. Is this what he's saying to me? Forget your friends right now. Forget mm. other people. The question is: Is this something that he is saying to you? Um, and, and you have to be convinced of that because if you're not convinced that, okay, this is something he's saying to me, mm. then when you face a little bit of pushback or opposition, you're going to, you're going to let it go. You're right. not, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to stay with it. And let me just say, let, let it crock pot. Mm. This is not microwave stuff. This is crock pot. You just put it in there, let it cook. Mm. You hear about, uh, okay, Jesus finished the work on the cross. There's nothing I can do to, to save myself. It's all by his grace. Well, that, that really sounds good, but what about the sinner's prayer? Mm, well, there's yeah. no sinner's prayer in the Bible. Well, that uh, yeah, I like that idea. But okay, I, I see that, but is that really true? Yeah. You let it crock pot. Mm. You, start, you just let it, let it marinate for a while, and the, the more you slow cook it, the more unclouded you can get by people and circumstances the less static you're going to hear on the station of the frequency that you're hearing from the Father. Mm. So what you want to do is just kind of pull yourself off a little bit. Just mm. just let it, just think about it. Just let the Spirit of God speak to you, all right? Yeah. So is this what the Father is saying to me? Now, that's that's question number one. Let me give you three little, three little sub-points that may help you to understand if this is what the Father is saying. All right, first of all, and I'll put this in religious context— There'll be a witness of the Holy Spirit with your spirit. Mm-hmm. You, you'll you'll kind of get this inclination uh, that yeah, I, I'm hearing something here. There's some truth in this. It's bringing a peace into my life. Mm. My head's given me a lot of trouble. Yeah, my head's got full of questions. But this, it's it's kind of feeling like I'm running into something that there's something to this. Your senses may be a little comfortable, you may feel a little unsure, but the longer you let it crock pot, the longer you let it cook slowly, the more settled in this thing that God is saying to you, you start to become, mm-hmm. you start to feel. 
there's any questions as we're going, throw them in here because oh, you're what, on a roll. Questions that you got are questions people listening to podcasts yeah. probably have, yeah. right? I mean, Paul said that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to get your focus right now off of a Bible, off of other men's teaching, and you're going to get focused on Spirit mm-hmm. because you're a Spirit being. You you tune into Spirit. Spirit speaks to your Spirit. That's one thing right there that I think can help people sure. is. Because uh, Jesus said He's going to give us a spirit of truth, yes. not a book of truth, yes. not a not a Bible. Yes. Yes. And we have a Bible, and it's yes. great. Absolutely. But if you just go by the Bible, you end up with what we have, yes. which is tens of thousands of denominations that are fractured all over the planet. Part of what the Spirit of God is doing this in this Reformation, He's He's jerking the slack out of our chain and bringing us back to listening to the Spirit of Truth, right. developing in us a confidence that we can hear for ourselves. Personally, I don't think you have to run all over the country to get a word from a prophet. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think you have to go to somebody else to find out what God is saying to you. Absolutely, you have to. At some point, you're going to have to start to lean back into His arms and yeah. trust what you're sensing. Now, you're going to make a mistake, maybe, but yeah. God is big enough to correct the course. Absolutely, He's kind of like GPS. Mm-hmm. You know, we I'm, I'm very dependent on GPS in my car. I get in, I plug in the address, I trust the GPS. Yeah. Now, if I make a wrong turn, you know what? That GPS recalculates. Yeah. It shows me how to get back on the path. The spirit of truth is like a GPS. If if you yeah. miss it, he'll recalculate. Do you know what you know what I felt like God said to me one time, like a couple months ago, and this is interesting, but just like what you're saying, but he it was almost like he asked me the question, do you know how he like, do you know how I always know? what you sh- you should do or how to lead you. Would, I said, I don't know how, because, you know, God's right. not into control. So no, how does he, if we not. miss it, go left, go right, yeah, how does yeah. he know? And you know what I felt like he told me was, oh, I just calculated all the oh, trillions yeah. of possible <laughs> outcomes. And so no matter what happens, I already know. And that just is like, wow, yeah. an infinite mind could do yeah. something like that. Isn't it amazing that he he is the sovereign, mm. but within that sovereign, you make choices. Yes. But yeah. he's still got the big picture, Absolutely. but you're working on this little corner over here. And right. he says, have at it, Lane. Yeah. You, yeah. you got freedom to do what you want. But I, you're right. I, I've heard the same thing. He said, mm. I've calculated the billions of possibilities, yeah. and I've got this thing already mapped out for you. Yeah. So I, I'm going to put you back on the <laughs> on the path. So, you know, we, we're going to have to develop this thing where we listen to the Spirit within us hmm. because we're led by the Spirit. We're sons of God. Sons of God are led by the Spirit. You're absolutely right. We love the Bible. We read the Bible. Mm-hmm. But the Bible is not our infallible guide. Right. The Bible mm-hmm. is not the fourth member of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit happens to be the member of the Trinity, so we can rely on him and trust him and stop being afraid that you're going to miss it. Mm. One of the things that gets us into a problem is fearing getting into a problem, Yeah, right? Fearing heresy, fearing error gets you into it. It's mm. that fear that puts you in the wrong direction. So you begin, the first thing, okay, is, is this something God's saying to me? Am I, am I hearing right? So the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to begin to feel inside the, the Spirit of God working with your spirit. Your head moves slower than your spirit. Your, it takes time for your head to catch up with what's going on inside. At least that's the way it's always worked with me. Yeah. When, yeah. I, when, I, saw, when I saw grace, uh, I, I, I caught it inside right away. Yeah. I loved it. I, I, I thought this was 
awesome. Yeah. But my head all of a sudden goes, well, what about this? It's the same How thing. about that? Right. Yeah. But, 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 yeah. well, you haven't thought about well, what about this scripture? How about that scripture? Yeah. And it seems like your head always wants to take you back to what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is we all view the Bible through the lens that we've been trained with, right. through that we've been taught, so that we see it from a skewed stance. Yep. The Spirit of Truth that isn't skewed. Right. He's gonna He's gonna bring it in its purest form. So we learn to hear that, and when you begin to listen to Him, all of a sudden you read the Bible, you see it different. Yep. Also, He's once you start to tune into Him. Then it opens your eyes when you read the Bible to see things you've never seen because yeah. now you're listening to a different source. You're not listening to tradition. You're not listening to the teachings of it. You're listening to that spirit that is within you. You know what I've noticed is I remember the same experience of my head not getting for a long time what my spirit knew. And I knew it was yes. true, but I'd visit it and go back and forth and read scripture and all that. But I have found over the years that it gets easier oh, because yes. you stop trusting the yes. head because when the spirit reveals to you truth, it always gets confirmed and it, it lives out in your yeah. life in peace yeah. and joy. Yeah. And it's a it, it's always better. And so you learn, you actually train your mind to just go that way once you start yeah. getting those inspirations. Well, that that's when we, we leave this thing of dualism. Mm. We're very dualistic on our mind and our spirit. And, and there's a battle back and forth, mm. and you follow the one that is the strongest. So your your mind has been highly developed over the years to be the strongest part of you that you you listen to. You listen to right. reason. You listen to your whatever data, your five physical senses feeds into your brain, and you make a decision yeah. that you think is best. So all of a sudden, you come along with spirit who's not confined to five physical senses, mm-hmm. and that's the pipeline God works through. He doesn't work through your head. He works right. through your spirit. So then your five physical senses say, you you don't understand. That's not that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's not reasonable. So that's why I said when when you start to feel or you sense something going on inside, you 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 have to cut the dualism out. Mm-hmm. You know, he God is not dualistic. Mm-hmm. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the tree of dualism. Yes, and that's the tree that got us into problems, and that's the tree most of us still live by today that we're. Tr- trying to come out of. All right, uh-huh. so the first thing, you know, there's there's this there's this ginning that goes on inside of you and it, it you start to feel like, man, I'm breathing fresh air. I'm sensing some freedom here. Yeah. All right, so are, is this what he's saying to you? First question, spirit spirit. Second thing is this, as you as you ponder scripture or a teaching or a book and uh I, there would have been a day I never would have put a book on the level, but I think there are a lot of books today. Mm. And you might get some pushback from our listeners, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think there are some books today that have been as inspired mm. as the Bible. Yeah, yeah. It's the same spirit of truth and revelation that right. are inspiring writers today that inspired Paul. Yeah. So are you putting books over script? I mean, that sounds so heretical. No, but I'll, I will tell you this, that when you begin to ponder on what you what you see in Scripture or you hear a teaching, maybe pick up something on YouTube or wherever, or a book, it that all of a sudden the there's a confirmation and you're seeing all over now in books and scripture and in other teachings 
what has been coming to you. Yes. And to me, yeah. that's, that is a, it confirms what you're seeing. You're, you, you pick up a book and you read it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're on Facebook and somebody says, I just read this book and it's phenomenal. Yeah. And so you say, well, holy mackerel, that's the very thing that I've been hearing inside. Yeah. Or, or you, you, you go on YouTube and you see a teacher and he's teaching the same thing. Yeah. To me, that's tremendous tremendous confirmation well it's like the lens of seeing things seeing god everywhere because god is everywhere yes. but we just don't see it and yes. i i i remember years ago uh, being in bible school and around especially older ministers who i love dearly but yes. they would say um <laughs> they would say oh do you uh are you the kind of guy that sees a devil behind every bush yeah. and they're like no no but when i started serving jesus then i started seeing a devil behind, behind every, every bush, bush. And I mean, I used to think, oh yeah, great, they have a deliverance ministry or whatever. But yeah. now, as I'm growing, I'm like, I don't, I see God everywhere. Yes. Like, and it it, beca- it begins to become illuminated. It could be a Facebook post, it could be a book. And when I start to live in that spirit of truth and start to just simply line up my life with the flow of yeah. that, it's <clears throat> like the Spirit wants to show me truth after oh, truth yes. after truth, yes. and He's not limited Himself yes. to the Bible. No, He's at not. All. No. So once you're out of the box, yeah, out of the box, you can see it, like you said. Like you said, everywhere, but that's the way that's the way it works. You mentioned uh, seeing a devil behind every bush, and it triggered a thought in my mind that maybe some of you listening are at that place with spiritual warfare. Mm. Yeah, all of a sudden, God is saying to you, "You've sensed inside. Why am I fighting this defeated devil? Why? Why, why yeah. am I binding, casting down, uh, drawing bloodlines? Why am I doing all that stuff?" But your head is saying, "Wait a minute." There's an adversary out there. You got to fight. You know, you you got to do spiritual warfare. But inside, you're going. This some. There's some truth here in not fighting a defeated foe. Yeah. So now that you're kind of tuned into that, all of a sudden on Facebook, you're seeing people post that, or you're seeing yeah. you're seeing books that address that, mm-hmm. and you're going. I guess I'm not crazy because it's confirming. Right what I'm seeing through teaching, through scripture, and you start to read maybe Paul through that lens now, mm-hmm. that that he's saying, you know, you don't you, you've got the victory. Jesus Jesus defeated the enemy at the cross, made a show of him openly, mm-hmm. triumphing over him. All of a sudden you go, Oh yeah, I'm I'm seeing that now. And so it begins to confirm mm-hmm. What you over here thought you were hearing but weren't sure but felt it inside, now yeah. you're starting to see it in other sources. Mm. All right. Let's touch on that just real quick, the sure. spiritual warfare element. And I know you're talking about recognizing truth, yeah. but that is a big oh. truth. Oh, And if we really believe that Jesus finished it, if, we, if he really did, then what is all the warfare? I mean, when you flip it to... He, what he wants, and we talked about this in our last session, he's yeah. looking for us and illuminating our hearts and our minds to recognize how finished it is and the yes. relationship that we have. Can you imagine if every person on the planet was had their eyes completely open to the oh. reality of who they are, yeah. of who God is, yeah. of who love is flowing through them? Oh, yeah. What kind of world, how many oh. devils would we be fighting? You would be fighting no devils. We're the one that empower, we're the one that empower this illusionary force with, that we mm. call that we call the devil. I mean, I spent, I used to be, I spent hours in warfare because I saw the devil everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I saw him in people. I saw him in situations. We would, uh, 
start the Sunday morning service, the sound system wasn't working. I'd cast the demon out of the out of the sound system. You know, while that devil's trying to trying to stop the service from going on, because he knows we're going to be teaching the yeah, gospel right, today. Right. He's trying. We need. Let's all just gather on here and let's just bind him and come against this. No, the truth is, I had a worn out speaker that was blown, and I need to replace it. it yes. was, you know, yeah. that, that's just crazy. Yeah. So we, well, there's we, some there's some so there's some ego in that. Oh, I've absolutely. Of, like, oh, I'm so anointed that the devil's got to come against me by attacking the sound system. Absolutely, yeah. It points right to the person. But that, that that just illustrates how, okay, we begin to see truth, but our head fights us. Yeah. And warfare yeah. is one one aspect. I, you know, we could get into a lot of a lot of things. That, I just felt like that on that warfare that. thing, I felt like I just want to touch one more point in sure. that. Because I, I felt like if you, like I have two kids, and if I'm raising my son, and if he... If he makes a mistake, does something wrong. If I told him, "Oh, look at that devil operating through Absolutely. you," imagine if I told yeah. him that every day, oh, he would be conditioned to think, "Oh, I have a devil that operates through me." What in the world would I create as a as a human being? I'll tell you what you'd create. You'd create a devil conscious young man that walked yes. in fear yeah. of the devil. What if I flipped it? What if I told him? What if I told him, oh, yeah, I know you did that, but do you know you're better than, do you know yeah. God lives in you? Do you that, know you're actually inspired to do good all the time? That and really you, wasn't you that did that. that that's wasn't not you. your identity. You, that, you yeah. don't do that. that. You don't need to do that, and that's not you at all. Well, what would I create then? If, if he has that picture and that image and that belief system. Right. It comes How down beautiful. to identity, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really comes up. Yeah. Jesus said, just before he left, he said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Mm. Well, if he's got all authority, then what? Right. What authority does the devil have? Yeah. So we've had to, we've had actually we've had this itty bitty Jesus and we've had this great big devil. <laughs> yeah, we've right. had a huge devil and an itty bitty Jesus that may come through for us if maybe we don't know. We we you just yeah. never know what he's going to do. So we want to get on his good side. We want to do all we can do. But the devil we know is always powerful. He's always yeah. there. He's a yeah. roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Mm. We have blown this thing up. So when truth starts to hit us. Yeah, and you talk about recognizing truth, and we come back yes. to that. Recognizing truth that Jesus did what he said he did, that it is finished. And any message that comes to us that says it's not yep. or implies that yeah. we've got to do this or do that, yes. yes, that's not truth because it doesn't point to the finished work of Jesus. Pa- didn't Paul say that if, if someone comes preaching another Jesus yes. or another gospel— what is another Jesus? Yep. Another Jesus is a Jesus who didn't finish what he said he would do. Right. Another Jesus is a Jesus that came to seek the lost, but he couldn't save the lost. Yep. Even though he said in Luke ten 19, I've come to seek and to save yep. that which is lost. We've cut the mess, we've cut the verse in half, said, Yeah, he did half, but he did he can't do the other half. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. another Jesus. Mm. And a, a, you know, another gospel is a gospel that brings us under bondage and mm. and and law. It's not. It's not the good news. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, we've got a Baptist Jesus today. We've got a Presbyterian Jesus. We right. got a Catholic Jesus. We got a United Pentecostal Jesus that won't mm. save you unless you speak in tongues mm. and are baptized in Jesus' name only. We got all this stuff floating around. Right. But when you start to see Jesus, uh, mm. the Jesus that Paul presented, you know, pure and simple, plus nothing. Yeah. It changes. But that's mm. truth. Yeah. So you maybe if you're United Pentecostal or you're my background Nazarene, you you got this view of Jesus. So when when the Spirit of Truth begins to reveal to you a Jesus that isn't clouded by all that garbage, yeah. you question it. You say, Well, that's not the Jesus I know. Right. Yeah. How do I know I'm seeing this right? Jesus can't be that good. Yeah. That's usually what people say. It can't be that good. 
You know it what? It can't be that easy. Ex- exactly. <laughs> or that free. That's the yes, thing that, that hit free. me. Yeah. It was like when it hit me, I was like, this thing is free. This <laughs> I remember driving in the car. This is free. <laughs> but, you know, um, if how like for you, Don, how is your relationship now with God compared to when you were not going to the movies, not going roller skating, not doing all the things oh. you couldn't do? Like and your focus was on not doing things or doing the right things as opposed to not having to keep a list of rules at all, how much more free are you to experience a relationship? I mean, oh. isn't this thing an invitation to relationship? It is. It's, it, I'll tell you what, it's, my relationship is much more intimate. Mm. It's much more close. I know that I don't have to try to ask him to come where I am. Mm. I, I no longer have to ask for God's presence to show up. Mm. And then no, if his presence doesn't show up, it's because I haven't praised my way into his presence right. or prayed my way into his presence. Yeah. Bec- and then that gets back to the laws that I haven't kept. That's why he's withdrawing. Because, you know, God can't be around sin. God can't stand sin. So if there, if I've sinned, then obviously he's not with me. Mm. So it has eliminated all of that to where now, like I said, I can't remember if this this one or last one. My whole prayer life's a running conversation. Yeah. Like I've, I've talked to him all the way up here about the podcast. Like, yeah. what do you want to get done today? How, mm. how, what do you think we ought to get across? Yeah. What, what, who's going to be listening to this? Mm. You know, give me some ideas. What, share me what's your thought. I'm not, I'm not, I didn't drive up here saying, oh God, please come and bless it today. Oh Jesus, right. we just look for you to be there with us. You know, that that's a whole begging and pleading that, yeah. that comes back to that law mindset that He's not always here because I've separated him in my mind because of my actions Mm. and my actions maybe went to the movies. Well, if if I, if the rapture comes out, I drive home from the movies. I ain't going. Yeah. I'm left behind. Yeah. And that's what Tim LaHaye told me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, but now all that garbage is gone and you're just free to be you. And it's really seeing a it, is what you're hearing. I don't know if this is one of your points, but does what is what you're hearing making God bigger and oh, the devil smaller, absolutely. or is it making the devil bigger and God smaller, or whatever your enemy is, yeah. and God smaller? Is it making his ability smaller or his ability bigger? Oh, it definitely expands. I mean, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Yeah. Well, how yeah. how much do we want to magnify? Him? Never how big you magnify him, you can magnify more. Mm. So this message continually makes him bigger. Is it, it, and isn't that what truth is? That's I mean, what that's, truth is. Isn't that one of the ways you recognize what, what's it, it, true? Boy, you're so right. Every time truth comes to you, it's going to exalt him, mm-hmm. make him stronger, bigger, better, uh, more compassionate, more loving, more merciful, more mm. giving. Yeah. <clears throat> until you look at him and you say, he's all in all. Mm. He's all in all. There is nothing but him. Yes. Uh, wow. The, the trees, the grass, there's nothing but him. Everything was made by him. He Everything... Paul said everything consists in him. Yeah. You can't get outside of him. <laughs> Isn't don't we know this as children? Yeah. We come into the world, yeah. our kids know it and we know it as kids and we know it about kids. You come in, they don't what do they earn? What do they do right? What nothing. They're just So how do we mess that up? We tell mm. them, "Well, you were born in Adam. You mm. were born sinful. Right. You were born depraved. You yeah. were born a sinner. If you don't change, you're going to hell." You know, right. that poor, poor innocent kid you look at, you, next time you bring a baby home, look at that baby and say, are you some kind of depraved, <laughs> sin-filled maniac? Is that who you are? No, you see the, you see the glory and the love of God mm. in that little baby. You know, it's because we don't actually, in that whole line of thinking, we don't think that um, Jesus actually killed Adam. No. But if he did, then Adam's dead and Jesus is alive. Adam's race died at the cross. Didn't it? 
Yeah. But we've made it transactional. Like, oh, but if you don't you don't jump through this hoop, then you you don't get the benefits of it. We we empower first Adam more than last Adam. We do. Everybody's we? a universalist when it comes to first Adam. Mm, oh, <laughs> That's a great point. Everybody, everybody's a universalist in That's first a Adam. Great point. But when it comes to poor old Jesus, the last Adam, well, he ain't got the power to do what first Adam did. Wow. First Adam sucked everybody in. Last Adam, he might get ten percent, five percent, but you know the vast majority are not coming in. And we have so empowered it, and mm. that goes right along with what we've done with the devil. Mm. Uh, we've we've empowered him. We've empowered first that we've empowered it all, and religion has done it to us. Yeah. So the spirit of truth today is very active, mm. and those people listening to the podcast today are seeing things, hearing things that are so contrary, yeah. so diametrically opposed. But you need, if you're listening today, learn to listen to the spirit that is within. Yeah. Your spirit will confirm it. You'll see it in other sources, other books. And you'll see it, last of all, what will help confirm it, you'll, you'll know that other people are hearing exactly what you're hearing, which is one of the powers of the Internet. One of the things that helped mm. me when I came into all this was Facebook. Yep. I was finding people on Facebook in Australia, England, that were hearing what I was hearing, that was yep. seeing what I was seeing. Now, people locally, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know, there is no other pastor till Darren Bagley came along yep. that I knew was teaching what I taught in a city of three, four million people. Right. But now I got hooked up around the world and at points of light, and I saw connections, and it strengthened me. So the, the third part of this, when I'm hearing truth, is this what the, God is saying to me? Yeah. Is the Spirit bearing witness of my spirit? Am I seeing it in books and teachings? And are, is he saying the same thing to other people? Yeah. And if, all, if those three dots connect, then I've got a pretty good idea that, you know what? I don't need to listen to my head, my five yeah. senses. I need to listen to what's going on within me. Yeah. So I got two more questions, but I don't think we're going to get to those today. Yeah. We're about at the end here. And, you know, I just want to throw in when I was when I was going through a transition into really moving yes. toward from legalism to grace. And um, he used tithing to get to me. He told me I was going to write a book. Wow. And he told me, and the first chapter is on tithing. And so, you know what I did? I went, okay, well, let me look at both sides of this debate, yeah. you know? And I took about three weeks of going in there, and I, by the end of it, I was like, wow, I've got this thing wrong. Yeah. But he just led me down that path yeah. and allow me to look. Allow, yep. That's the thing about He doesn't get nervous. No. Like, if there's no pressure to oh, gosh, see it like, the right way, you no. know, no, just go with the flow. Like, look at what you're looking at. And if you're curious, keep looking. Uh, you know, it's not the unpardonable sin to Google something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, your church may not want you to Google. Right. If you just you just Google what you got a question about. Yeah. Google free will. Google hell. Google mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're beginning to see something about. And just go over there and explore. Yeah, absolutely. The the father doesn't get upset. Do you get nope. upset if your kids want to read books? Right. I don't think so. You you let them read. That's the thing about truth. If it's really true, it'll stand up. Then yeah. it's gonna stand. Yeah. And as Jesus said, if you if you're building your house on me, it's gonna stand. You got yeah, nothing to worry about. If and if you're building some wrong stuff like I was, right? I literally I got shook one night about the time thing. Like literally physically shook because all this stuff I had built just wow, I got all this wrong. Truth truth is truth regardless of the channel it comes through. Yes. And there's a lot of channels of truth. 
you know, I, I, I read, I've read Wayne Dyer. Now, mm. in my old life, Wayne Dyer would have been considered off bounds, out of limits. Right. But listen, a man drops some pearls. Mm-hmm. There, there are things in Buddhism that I have read that are yep. are, are, are great. I mean, truth Absolutely. comes through any source. Right? That's the thing. Like, I don't mean to cut you off, but recognizing the spirit of yes. truth on the inside. It'll lead you. you. Can, I was watching a movie last week. Absolutely. And, oh, my Here gosh. Go. Stuff's hitting me. Yeah. Why? Because I'm listening to him. I'm not really listening to just the movie. I'm yep. seeing through a lens of the spirit of truth. You start to see spiritual truth in everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if you're watching a movie, reading a book, or driving down the street. You begin to see truth. Spiritual truth comes to you and everything. Yeah. And that's a great sign that you're tapped into the right source. Yeah. And you're not just dismissing things because your head says, nah, don't go there. You know, we've all probably had experiences like being in nature when you go, you feel, you can feel more connected to yeah. God. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. Yeah. But I have. And if you can do that, what's, what's the difference? Like None. the spirit of truth will lead you into truth anywhere he can because yeah. he loves you. Yep. And that's You're right. Think, we can yeah. connect. How many of us, I mean, we go to Florida every year for a month. I love to go to the, down to the beach and mm. just contemplate. I'm connected down at the water. Yeah. Connected in the forest, connected by a lake or it, it just God is in everything. And there's that connectedness that takes place. Mm. Don't, that was such a good point. Don't be afraid to explore. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. Religion don't want you to ask questions. Right. They want you to accept status quo the way it is. Yeah. You know what? There's a reformation going on, and the cats are out of the bag, yep. and you're not putting them back in. You're That's not right. putting them back in. They're not. You can't herd cats back in a bag. And you, you guys that are listening to podcasts, you're out. You're free. Yeah. Now realize it, recognize it, and go for it. Absolutely. Be free. Yeah. Man, this was great. Um, if people want to connect with you and want to hear more teaching sure. that you offer, how can they do that? Sure. Go to Don Keithley, K-E-A-T-H-L-E-Y.com. Put you on my website. Or you can go to YouTube, just punch my name in. I've got, I don't know, three, two, three hundred teachings over there. Every Sunday morning, 10 a.m., we drop a new one on donkeithley.com. And also Wednesday night, you can connect with me on Facebook. We do Facebook Live, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time uh, on Facebook. So look forward to catching up with some of you. Awesome. All right, Don, we'll do it again. All right. All right. All right.